What's up, guys? Welcome back to the ENG Pot of Thunder featuring your boy, Young Denzel, with my co host. Hey, what it do? What's popping? What it is? It's G. And we're here with one of the most fierce, relentless entrepreneurs I know, Sparkle and Shine and. Sparkle and Shine Beauty. Beauty. Hey. Oh, and Beauty. <laughs> Sparkle Owner. and Shine Beauty. Sparkle <laughs> guest threw me off because she just opened up to more things so uh on the you know on the business card here it says sparkle and shine so sparkle shine beauty teeth whitening lani aguadello follow her on social media at her instagram sparkle and shine tw facebook sparkle and shine teeth whitening phone number 401 401-451-6100 okay so i'm gonna get right into it lani yes. what do you do what don't I do? Okay. You make people beautiful. That's what it is, right? They're already beautiful. I just enhance it a little oh, bit. Oh, wow. That's, that's, that's I nice. I like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I offer tons of services. Um, I started off with doing teeth whitening. It's an all-natural product. It's vegan, organic. It works instantly. It's enamel safe, uh, zero sensitivity. So I started the business about a year ago doing that out of my home, actually, just doing the teeth whitening. And there were so many other opportunities out there, so I've just branched out into doing so many different things. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's cool. It's uh, kind of like step back a little bit. So how did you even get into that? Like what, like I love hearing stories about what made people get into that type of business in the first place. Okay. So um, I was doing nursing for almost 25 years and COVID hit and corporate just treated us can we swear on here? Yeah, go for it. Okay, perfect. So corporate treated us like dog shit, like we were just disposable. And I was working 60 to 80 hours a week and just giving them everything I had and it just wasn't enough. Yeah, I mean, from knowing you for a good amount of time that I have, I feel like you're one of the most outspoken people that I know. So I feel like <laughs> that did not go over well with you in that type of scenario. So like when you're in that situation, what was going through your mind where you're like, oh, you know, COVID's happening. We don't know what's going to go on. Were you going to go just deal with it or you're obviously you did it, but like what was going through that process at that time? So at that time I figured, you know, this is my passion. This is what I love to do, but it's mentally draining me. And when my husband could see that I just wasn't myself anymore, he was just like, yo, something's got to give. I can't see you like this, like just to make money. So I said, you know what, let me look into something, you know, another, another stream of income because I was so used to making good money. I had to find something that, you know, could keep me at the level I was at. So a friend of mine who um, was doing the teeth whitening, who is no longer a friend because some people can't take competition. Oh. Boom. Oh. Shots fired. Oh. Boom, boom. Um. <laughs> but um, she was actually doing um, teeth whitening and told me about it and told me I should take the course. So I took the course and I started it as a side hustle because, you know, I didn't want to leave the hospital completely. I had my benefits. I had so many years in there. And so I started doing it as a side hustle and it just kind of took off and became a full-time hustle. So I pulled a Jerry Maguire hey. and walked out of the hospital. <laughs> is, is, there, is there any way you and like her could like become like friends again or do you think that's done? No, I don't think it's not done. I feel like she just let too many people get in her head. Gotcha. And it was just like, you know, I was always loyal to her up until she just questioned my loyalty too many times. Of course, yeah. And like Effie said, I'm the most outspoken person you ever know. I'm not rude, but I'm not going to let you talk to me crazy or come at me crazy. Absolutely. Like, that's just how I am. Mm -hmm. And um, someone once described me as a person who would give you the shirt off their back, 
But if I can you, see that from the little time I've known you, I could see that. Yeah. yeah, but if you fuck me over, I will choke you out with that shirt or like I don't even so want to say what you're else. You're embracing competition. Of so course. You weren't mad at her. No, I wasn't mad at her. I mean I don't I think was, you are anymore, right? I wasn't mad I'm still not mad at her. Yeah. I was kinda like I was kinda disappointed in the fact that she let people that she didn't even really know yeah. get in her head and just cause something that wasn't it wasn't Yeah. Not like yet. I got my products from her. I thought she was mad cool. But then when she started questioning my loyalty, my husband was the one that was like, yo, I think you need to look somewhere else for product because I feel like if she comes at you crazy, you're going to be without a product. So mm. you need to look somewhere else because Good we don't want to be shit out of luck. And sure enough, she let people get in her head and she just cut me off one day, just deleted me off social media and everything. And I was like, okay, fine. That's I awesome. had already had my own product at the time. So I was able to move on. But when I, you know, when I had um, celebrated my one year anniversary, I shouted her out because she trained me. Of course. Like she trained me. She introduced me to this lifestyle. Granted, I paid for my course and I paid for everything, but she still introduced me to this lifestyle. So I don't have any hate towards her. Yeah, good and for you. That's I don't awesome. think that, you know, it's just people got in her head. Yeah, I could see. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I have a couple of questions to backtrack still. Like, so you said when you um, first started, did you have any, like, like you said, you had a full time job there, benefits. Were you nervous to pull... Like My the, Jerry Maguire? Yeah, were you nervous? Of course I was nervous. I didn't know that I would be as successful as I am today. So what what would you say to people in like your shoes at that point? What, what advice would you give them to make that jump? Because that is tough for a lot of people. So you are one of the few people who actually do it. Yeah. So what would you say to people in those shoes that are like, oh, should I make it or not? Should I make that jump? So it I would. scary. It's very scary. So what I would suggest is exactly what I did. Start as a, as a side hustle. Like, do it as a side hustle. Maintain your full-time position. Start as a side hustle. See how it takes off. If it doesn't take off as, you know, as quickly as mine did, it's okay. Like, just keep pushing. And um, don't give up. Like, don't give up. Like, I would have just continued working at the hospital if this didn't become as successful. I would have continued. And I just would have cut my hours back and not let them stress me out as much as they did. Because I was there so much, I just felt compelled. It was almost like I felt like... I had to, you know, do everything because yeah. it was falling apart around us. Like I'm sure it, it was that, really bad. I, I feel like she's giving advice to us. <laughs> I know, right? And I'm 45 years old. I don't have time. Like 45 say, years young. Yeah, 45 years young. Hey, hey. But I didn't have time to be like, okay, you know, once I saw it start to take off, I didn't have time to be like, okay, let's just, you know, take it slow. I was like, step on the gas and let's go. I mean, if you follow her on Instagram, which you should, Sparkle and Shine. TW, you will see, again, the relentless portion of her constant promotion of yourself, getting yourself out there, which is what you have to do to get yourself, you know, noticed. That, that notice. Yeah. And, um, you know, definitely give her that follow. You'll see all the self-promotion and all the great things you do to help people out in the community. Yeah. So, no, I definitely do. Lonnie, what was your, how do you say, it, your oh shit moment? You're like, oh shit. You know, I'm, I'm working this job I don't love and I'm going to transition. Yeah, what was your oh shit moment? specific moment. Yeah. That specific moment was when my boss pulled me in her office after I had come back from a leave. I came back from a leave and um, they knew that I had, I actually had a miscarriage. And Sorry to hear that. Thank you. But they knew I had one. I had taken a stress leave. I had come back in the peak of COVID and, you know, I was working hard, doing what I had to do. And they pulled me in the office and they had questioned why I had taken five minutes to 10 minutes longer on my break. Jesus. 
after I literally had lost maybe three or four patients that day. So you're asking me why I needed an extra 10 minutes. I called my husband and I was like, this is what happened. I don't think I can handle this right now. And he was like, babe, you don't need to stay there. Leave. Yeah. Finish my shift because I'm a professional. And then I was just like, I'm done. I started saying bye to everybody. And everybody's like, what's going? Like, what are you doing mm -hmm. after being here for so long? Well, how are you saying bye? And I was like, it was great working with you. I love you guys. But today's my last shift and I'm done. Like, gotcha. I'm done. There was no sympathy for anything that I went through. Mm -hmm. It was just like... It, it was very traumatic. And being that I worked with a lot of females, you'd think that they would be sympathetic. And I was in my 40s. Like, who would have thought I would have got pregnant in my 40s? Like, it was just like shock of being pregnant, shock of, you know, having a miscarriage and, you know, just going through COVID. And it was just a lot. Yeah. And it was just like, yep, yeah, I'm done. Bye. Mm -hmm. I'm out. But there's a lot of power in that just to say, hey, fuck it. I'm out. Yeah, that's it. But you know what? I couldn't have done it without Tony. Cause he's my, he's my support system. Like he had the full-time job, he had the benefits and he was like, we'll be fine. Like, we'll just be yeah. fine. I was just going to say how, how important do you think it is to have that support system? Uh, like compared to, you know, how some people want to do it on their own. So I believe in girl power. You can do it without a man. You don't need a man to do it at all. You can do it by yourself. I consider myself very fortunate and lucky that I've had Tony to help me. And I know that, you know, a lot of people be like, well, you had your husband and it must have been so much easier for you to do it. But maybe that's true. Maybe it is true. But I believe if you have a dream, do it. Because where, where I came from, nobody thought I'd be where I'm at today. Mm -hmm. Nobody. Can you give a little background on that? Like, so where, yeah. like, where did you come from and why do you think you had that against, like, your reputation? Why do you think you're against the... Yeah, so my life is, yeah, so a lot of people, you know, really don't know why I am the way I am. Like you said, I'm the most outspoken person, in, like, that you know. But the reason why I am like that is because I grew up in the foster system. I was taken away when I was seven years old. Mm. I was put into foster care my whole life. So I was pretty much told what I could do, what I couldn't do. I'm going to sleep at this house tonight. I'm going to have to go here. I'm going to have to go there. So I never had control. I grew up in group homes, slept in different homes, went to different counselors, suffered major PTSD and just went through a lot, like a lot. So when you grow up in the system, a lot of people look at you like you're already doomed. Like this is going right, to be your yeah. life. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, she's in the system. So most likely she's going to end up repeating the cycle like my parents did and just be a bum. Like, you know, my parents should have never had kids. They just weren't ready. You know, they weren't ready. And, you know, I know that they probably had traumas in their life, but I growing up in the situations that I did, I was always a fighter. Physically and mentally, I was always a fighter. I was determined to break the cycle. And, and I did. Like, you know, I graduated from, you know, I didn't graduate from high school because I was a punk-ass kid. Oh, so you was, you was fucking bitches up. I was. Said. You know me. Yeah. I've been fighting since, <laughs> I, was, since I was fucking seven or eight years old because I was always the tiniest kid in the foster home, so I had to defend myself. So I've been fighting since I was young. And I've always been, you know, I've always been very defensive and... You know, that's just how I am, but I... I can take shit from nobody. Nobody. Ever. Never. That's it's not good, happening. That's a good quality to have, for yeah, sure. it's not happening. So at, at what age did you enter the, how do you say, like the foster system? I entered at six and a half, seven. Okay. And at what age do you say you kind of exited it? I exited when I met my husband. So when, I want to say... That, yeah. Like I was 15, 16. So I was actually put up for adoption at some point. Okay. And then my father stepped in, bum, 
And he was um, trying to act like the savior, but he at the time had a young wife who was just starting to have kids with him. So we were put back in the system again. Mm. So it's just like, it was a, a complete nightmare. So he yeah. took you out to put you back put, in? To put me right back in. Yeah. Was he trying trying to like show off to his? I think maybe his family at the time had pushed him into you know these are your kids step in, you know be a father and I think that maybe you know he did that to try to look good because he was never there and he didn't because we ended up right back in the system so it was always like a yo yo effect like one point my grandmother would take me in and then you know we'd get to be too much because. Foster kids come with a lot of baggage. Like, they come with a lot, like a lot of trauma. Like, you know, a lot of them are physically abused, sexually abused. And, you know, they just need a lot of love. And, you know, they just need a lot. So how did you, with all that, you said baggage that you had, how did uh, Tony, was able to, like, overcome that? And how were you able to open up to him? It took a long time for me to open up to Tony. And how'd I you guys think, meet? I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut in. How, how'd you guys meet? Tony, let's and, start at that. Yeah. So Tony and I met in high school. Okay. We've been together for 28 years. 28. Well, actually, 29 this year. You don't see that anymore, huh? You don't. You don't. That's awesome. <laughs> Good for you. That's yeah, awesome. 29 this year, but it took me a long time to open up to Tony. What was his opener like? Nice shoes. You you like, definitely like, remember. You have. Yeah. To. Like what? Love at first sight. Like how do you kick it to you? It was first? not love at first sight. <laughs> Fuck all that. It was not. Maybe not for you, for him, probably, right? Tony was a dog. Like Tony was your <laughs> typical young. <laughs> Colum- <laughs> yep. <laughs> he, if he's around, he can give you that famous bark of his. But Tony was a <laughs> dog. Right. Like yeah, right. The you know Tony give you a little bark. <laughs> he's still got all right. it. Well, you gotta stay here for this because. You probably have two different stories. Oh, no. We asked, what was your opening line? How did you get her attention? Like, how'd you plot? Like, what'd you do to plot? Sent a friend. Oh, you gotta go, go on, go on, Diego. Yeah, come on. Well, I seen her walking down the hall and I said I had to get with that. You know what I'm saying? So I sent <laughs> her friend to go talk to her for me. And what was it about me? You could tell the truth. What the arch? That arch back when she was walking down the hall with her butt sticking out of her mouth. What? <laughs> That's that's a, that's the Spanish man's weakness, right? Right. That oh yeah. All, that's all it took. I feel you. <laughs> that's a wrap from there. Love that first sight. Definitely not, but you know, he sent my friend over to talk to me, and then um, I gave him my number. He lost it. It happens. Then he asked for it again, and I was like, "Hell no, you lost it. You're not getting it again." Damn, you almost <laughs> fucked up for life. He almost <laughs> did. Almost. He almost did. And then we ended up going to a prom, which was so funny. I went with uh, a friend of mine. She was uh, two grades ahead of me. And I just went with someone she knew because she didn't want to go by her. Like, with, yeah. She thought it would be fun. So I went with some guy that I didn't even know just to hang out with my friend. And he went with some girl as a friend. And we ended up together the whole night. And from oh. then on, it was just Lonnie and Tony. It was undeniable. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 28 years it's, later. So what was it about him then that... We were able to open up to you and you said I was taking too uh It took a while while. for Tony to really understand me. I don't think like when we first started dating, it was not like anything serious. He was doing him, I was doing me, until he actually initiated for us to be like a couple, like a serious couple. Guys, welcome to the pot of love, baby. Welcome back to the pot of love, (laughs) E and G edition. Let's get it. I'm on the love side. 
He's on the thought side. I'm okay. Yeah. Side. No, I want to know. I love love. No, no, no. I want to No, no, no. I root for a good love story. It's a good love I'm story. I'm a sucker for a good uh, rom-com. It's wow. a guys, really welcome back to the ENG Pot of Love with your girl, <laughs> Lonnie Agudelo, and the featured co-host in the background. He's shy. Tony. Tony, big the, Tony. The big Tony. <laughs> 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 no, definitely not a love story. But like uh, in the beginning, it wasn't. So when we became official, you know, it, it's how just, long was that after you met him? Uh, it's probably about like not long because <laughs> your boy wanted to hit it. So it wasn't that long. <laughs> and he knew if I wasn't his girlfriend, he was not hitting it because I wasn't that kind of girl. It hey. wasn't that wasn't me. You had to give up the streets. You had to give up the streets. Damn. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes it's worth it, man. Sometimes you got to get off the streets. Was, was it worth it? Big tone. Oh, it was definitely worth being mine. He's out here. You, you the guy on the mic, man. He's got the mic. It was definitely worth being where. <laughs> <laughs> so it was ups and downs. Tony and I went through a lot. Like Tony wasn't ready to settle down. So everybody who knows Lonnie and Tony knows Tony was a dog and he cheated in the beginning and it's okay because uh, he got that shit out of his system. People make mistakes, right? Yeah. He did. I'm not gonna come out here and glamorize it. So we went through a lot in the beginning. You guys were kids. We were kids. You Nobody were thought kids. we were gonna be together exactly. for 28 years. We were 16 and 17. And because I came from the foster system and going to live with my mom, I didn't last long there. So Tony's mother, who's my mom, she took me in. And Tony didn't want a girl living at his house, like moving in, <laughs> but I had no way to go. I really didn't. So his mom opened the door, took me in, never asked me for anything and just gave me a home. And so we were pretty much husband and wife when we were barely boyfriend and girlfriend. You know what I mean? So it's like that sometimes, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it was beautiful that his mom took me in and, you know, she was the best, the best thing that ever happened to me. And then, you know, Tony and I just went through ups and downs until we had kids. Just like everybody else, right? Yeah. Everybody goes through ups and yeah. downs. Yeah. And we had, a, I had a lot of patience and, you know, I wasn't an angel. We were just doing, doing us. We were doing us. Yeah. And then when we decided to have kids, you know, it was just like, that was another struggle because we struggled with infertility and having kids. So that was a lot. And once we finally decided to have kids, that was it. Tony hung it up and he was like, that's it. Good man. Yeah, he's the Good best man. thing. So anybody who ever doubts Tony and the way he loves me and all that, you're crazy because the man loves me and I love him. Hey. Mm. But so having that that support system, getting back to what we're talking about, is what gave you that courage to say to pull your Jerry Maguire and like get the fuck out of here. Yeah, Tony's always been. I mean, he's always been super supportive. Always, he's he's the backbone of Sparkle and Shine. So Tony's shy. Don't get it twisted. It's not because he's not part of this. It's because he's shy. That's just him. Like Playboy Tony is shy now, believe it or not. <laughs> hey, he had that, uh, the quiet swag. The quiet uh, yeah. swag to rail him in. That's, that's exactly it. Yep. Shy guy. But yeah, he's the backbone of Sparkle and Shine. And, you know, like you said, how did I open up to Tony? It was actually not even really so much myself that had to open up. Tony got to see for himself what my parents were like and what my family was like. So he would see, you know, the struggle of trying to have a relationship and just all the trauma and stuff. And he was like, yo, this girl really needs someone to just love her. Like, just love her unconditionally. Tony and stepped up. Yeah, he stepped up. And, you know, after everything, because I, it's not like he really understood me in the beginning. But, you know, once we got to the point of having kids and how important it was to me and, you know, I think he really got it. And he was like, yo, this girl was meant to be a mother. She was meant to just love unconditionally. And she deserves a good life. And that's when everything just fell into place. So I didn't really have to tell him. He saw for himself. Yeah. 
And he's just, you know, he's got me. No matter what, he's got my back. You got him? And I got him. We have each other. Like, no matter what, it's us for life. And what else do you need? Nothing. Nothing, right? Nothing. I have Tony. I have my kids. And that's it. I don't need anything else. That's enough for me. That's. I think that. I think you hit like when you're like at an optimal right there, like in the relationship status. Like you don't need anything else. Nothing. Isn't that like like that's bliss, right? It's so. It's like we go on vacation all the time. Like some people break up in their forties because their kids are grown. They have nothing holding them together. Mm-hmm. We have twenty year, twenty and a twenty two year old, and we're going on vacation all the time, partying like we're newlyweds. Like we're all over each other. Like dumb. Like it's dumb. Perfect. That's perfect. That's it's what beautiful. you want, right? That's what people you... are like. Damn, did you guys just meet? Like you guys no. can still make each other laugh. That's... Yes. That's We're awesome. so attracted to each other physically, emotionally. That's what it mentally. is. You guys still have to like have that attraction, like not just physically, but like, yeah. like emotionally. You guys have to like, oh, I want to hang out. No, my you know my man's funnier than yeah. You know what I'm saying that's that's awesome. Just this morning, he was getting out of the shower. He had his his shorts on, walking around like, yo, stop doing that. Like, <laughs> and it has to be like that. He's like, exactly. what the fuck am I doing? Exactly. I'm like, imagine settling for something that's not that something like less that you're not no. attracted. Hell right, exactly. I refuse to like settle for anything like that. Do you think, I mean, I mean, do you think it's different when you guys grew up compared to this day and age though? It's completely different. Social media is too temptation. There's too much temptation out there. Yeah, but but I also feel like love is love. And like when you when you figure it out, you figure it out. And when you come across somebody that like, you know, it, you know, doesn't interrupt that, like the, like social media doesn't like blind that, you figure it out. You have to just keep looking for that. And if, if you settle for something less then you know, what I mean, that's you're doing it wrong. That's what I feel like. But we've had, I mean, like I said, I've known you for a while. We've had talks off cam, obviously, and you've said like, is there ever times where you, you may regret something or you like, jumping into too quickly at any times? As far as my relationship? Yeah, like experience and other things. Like you know, we've had conversations about, you know, my younger siblings or like mm-hmm. your kids stuff like that. And you said you want them to experience everything. You don't want them to jump straight into something. Right. And so it's kind of like different than what you're saying. So you want them to experience not just be in a relationship with the rest of their life. Right. And I mean, the reason being is because Tony and I met so young and there was a lot of hurt on both sides that didn't need to, it didn't have to be done. Had we just not tried to commit so easy. And I feel like if you have experience at a young age, when you settle down, you know what you want because you've already had other experiences. So you're more apt to know, in my opinion, that you're ready. If, you know, if you've been out there and you've had different experiences and you're living your life or whatever, versus just being with one person, you never have to wonder, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Like, I done that. Like, I got that shit out of my system. Yeah. And I feel like, in my opinion, like, I didn't want my kids to settle down. I wanted them to have fun, but they're just like me and their father. They settle down young. My daughter's been with her boyfriend for five years. My son's been with him for his for four. Hey, they're following your foot tracks, though. You can't really be upset. I, well, they're different, though, because Tony and I raised them to not be like us. Like, you know, my daughter, she's a triple major from PC. She's in her hey, classroom. Hey, yes. Yeah, yeah, we'll get that. Yes. She's in her um, master's program right now. She'll be graduated at the age of 22 in August. So, you know, I always told her to be independent. You don't need anyone for anything. You've got me and dad. And, you know, she tolerates no shit. So if her man ever tried to cheat on her or ever tried to do her wrong, my daughter is like her father and she will cut you off and walk away. And then Tony's cutting him. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know Colombians. (laughs) It's not going to (laughs) happen. 
And, you know, my kids are, um, you know, they just won't tolerate shit. They won't let someone hurt them. They're not like, you know, for me, I think like in my life, I've always let people kind of, my family kind of shit on me and I take them back and forgive them. My kids are not like that. You fuck my kids over once and they're like, we're done. Like, we're done. Do you try to like talk to them about that? Okay, you I do. I'm like, you got to be a little soft. And they're like, no, mom. Like, no. Coming from you? Yep. I wouldn't expect I that. know. Wouldn't expect I think that. with my age, maybe I'm getting a little soft, but <laughs> maybe not. No, I'm really not. I guess I'm just trying to be a good parent. <laughs> I just feel like you don't have to be so mean. And it's like, really? Do you know who I am? Like, do you know who my parents are? And I'm like, yeah, shit. I, I got you. So, so Lonnie, real quick. Yeah. What do you offer? What can you offer me from Sparkle and Shine? Okay, so uh, again, teeth whitening was my original baby. Now I do foot detoxes. So it's kind of, it's a foot soak with an ionic current that sucks out the toxins from your body and it sucks it out into the water so you can actually see the toxins that are coming out. And I hand you a grid that shows you exactly what is being detoxified. So if you're detoxing from your joints, from your liver, from your kidneys, It'll tell you based on the color of the water. Like you need to focus on like what's what exactly. Yeah, I mean you can you can see exactly what it is. I'm not a doctor. I can't diagnose anything. It could just be that you're overproducing in certain areas, and it's just cleaning you out. Yeah. So what would, it's, what would make me want to come in for that though? Uh, if you're having any type of joint pain, COVID recovery that's a big thing. A lot of people still are having the um, the long term effects from COVID, and if you come in for this detox, it can help get those toxins out of your body. If you have, um, if you like to drink and you're like hungover and you feel like crap, come on in, get a detox. Be there tomorrow You'll morning. You'll feel so, yeah, right? The way you guys are doing shots, yeah. But um, you guys ready for another one? Okay, keep it coming. So yeah, so the foot detoxes are good for anyone really. But, you know, if you have chronic pain, I'm not doing it. I'll, I'll t- keep it here to look like I'm going to do it, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but not, um, if you have- Not a sponsor. No. If you have chronic pain- if you have, um, you know, you're just feeling under the weather, if you're hungover, if you just want to come in and just kind of relax, after you're finished, you get a nice little foot massage and you feel great. Like everybody that has had the detox describes it as feeling light. So when they're finished, they just feel like all that toxin is out of their body and they just feel great. Gotcha. So that's the foot detox. And then I do non-invasive body contouring and sculpting. So it's all, it's an alternative for women that are trying to lose weight and contour their body instead of going under the knife. So it's at nowhere near the cost. You're not mutilating. You're not having you know to go through the pain of the surgery. No recovery time. It's pain-free. It um it gives you similar results to having the actual surgery just with without going yeah, through all that a trauma. Yeah, uh, a couple of the girls you posted, I followed them real quick. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yes, do so that. Come to Sparkle and Shine and get it right. <laughs> yes, with your girl Lonnie. Get no, your body right. So get your body right for the summer. Yes, I'll see you're... you at Patty's. Let's get it. <laughs> and you're saying like those stubborn areas for like people who are like you know you're trying to lose like from this area you could target that right i can okay so people that go to the gym sometimes you have those areas that just won't go away no matter how hard you work out a lot of times it's the tummy the tummy's based off of diet a hundred percent but if you have excess fat and you have loose skin i have the machines to help you lose that fat and to tighten up, tighten and up. your skin nice and then my, that's when my products come into play because i have a lot of women that suffer from cellulite and they're trying to get rid of it. Cellulite is the devil. It's so hard to get rid of, but there are things to help minimize it. So I have the treatments like wood therapy, radiofrequency that help 
break up the fat because pretty much what cellulite is, is it's um, fat cells that get stuck in transit. So what we end up doing is we have the coffee uh, cellulite scrub that I do as part of my services and they can also do it at home. So it's a nice little caffeine scrub that you rub on the problem areas and you can even wrap it with the osmotic wrap that I provide and just go about your day and you're actually like burning the cellulite as you're just going about your day. So that service and the foot service, how long does that take? How long out of your day would I have to reserve so, for that? So a foot detox takes 45 minutes. The teeth whitening takes um, 60 minutes in total. This month I'm doing the teeth whitening treatments where you get two treatments back to back, a free remineralization treatment that puts the minerals back into your teeth. That the, it puts minerals back into your teeth that you can lose during whitening. Yeah. So I'm throwing that in there and then I'm throwing a 24 karat collagen lip mask in. So you get like a little spa treatment with that. Guys, and she's giving 50% off to our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He's lying. <laughs> you get the remineralization gel and the um, the lip moisturizing treatment, which is valued. Just alone, that's valued at $50. So I'm throwing that in there for free. So he meant to say you get $50 free in product hey, with your treatment. I tried hooking you guys up. <laughs> but you, that's a hookup. Yeah, you guys are still getting hooked up. You're still getting hooked up. Yeah. And then the foot detox, that takes about 45 minutes. The body contouring, that takes a little bit longer because, again, it's not surgery. And I'm very transparent in letting you know that it's a it's a team effort. So when you come in, you know, you have to make sure you're drinking your water. You definitely have to work out. Not anything strenuous, but you have to try to work out. Yeah. Try to eat a little bit better. Incorporate my diet drops, which we sell at the shop. They're all natural. All natural, caffeine-free. It just helps to suppress your appetite. And it's got like all kinds of natural vitamins and minerals that you should be taking in every day. And that, again, boosts your metabolism. Uh, because I've been in the nursing field for so long, I know so much about the anatomy and the body. So what I tell you with my products, I know everything about. So Don't question my girl. No, please don't. Because you know with my attitude, I'll come slap. I really, I really won't. You will leave with no teeth. I have a business now. I have to be professional. Absolutely, yep. But um, yeah, a lot of people think when they're dieting that they need to stop eating. That's the worst thing that you can do. Oh, the worst. The worst. say that, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay, you're going to lose. Nothing. I don't even say anything. I'm like, all right, all right. Yeah, you have to keep your metabolism going. So that's what these diet drops do. You can eat whatever you want. Try to be smart about it. But this will help suppress your appetite. But it gives you the vitamins and minerals that you need daily. Like you have to take in a certain amount of calories. You just can't cut yourself off and think, okay, yeah, I'm going to lose weight. Yeah, you are, but you're going to put it on 10 times faster after. Absolutely. So, you know, the um, the diet drops help you with that. The body contouring, I have my own line. It's called Snatched. And it's, I have slimming gels. Show it up. Okay. So I have slimming gels, slimming creams, tightening gels, tightening creams. I also have my own line of candles. It's What makes your products different than other people's? Well, I Tell make me why my, would I buy your Oh, you make your own. I make my own products. Oh, snap. Yeah, Tony and I are in our our shop making our own products. Damn, Tony's so, out here in the sleeve line. He is, yeah. Tony, where the fuck up? Tony sounds like the dream, man. He's the Damn, he is. Can you go to my house after this? He is. <laughs> Good luck, ladies, because he is done. We gotta get him part of the crew. That's what we need. We need him part of the crew. Whatever she's paying you, we'll uh we'll double it. <laughs> So yeah, so we make our we make our own line of products. So um, what makes us stand out from everybody else is it works. 
Like you can, my clients, you can call my clients. I'm on IG. My clients' names are tagged and everything. They guys, will tell I know you. how you guys can see my fresh ass white teeth. It was done by Lonnie. I come through to sparkle and shine. And uh, she put on J Balvin. I didn't like the song, but fuck it, whatever. You'll find, you'll find me on the the Instagram. Lonnie, I'm gonna get a teeth whitening soon. Good. What's the longest? How how long does it take? So it takes um, all together the special that I'm doing, and that's pretty much what I'm doing now. It's a 60 minute. It's a 60 minute so session. An hour out of my day. Too easy. What is it? Just an hour out Just of my day. Just an hour out of your day. Yep. And you see the results instantly. I don't know if we can grab that tooth grid over there. Can we? Tony, can you Tony! pass that? Tony, the man, Tony. <laughs> Pass me that tooth grid so I can show them a little bit of what... There's my man. There he is. Thanks, baby. <laughs> okay, so if you can see this tooth grid here, this is where most people start right around here. That's me. And then if you're lucky, you can get down here. But it's based off of genetics and lifestyle. I can guarantee you that I will have you lift 10 shades in one session. Now think about that. It takes you 20, 30, 40 years to stain your teeth. In one session, I can take 10 shades of staining off. That's a big deal. Guys, check the IG. She ain't lying. No, I'm not lying. I drink coffee every morning. Okay, so... And black some, at work. Okay, so someone like you, you'll whiten 100% because I love coffee stains. Uh, me too. They come out so easy. Really? Okay. Oh my God. I love people with coffee staining. It comes in, it, it just comes out so easy. So the only thing is the longevity of the whitening might not last because So stop drinking that drinker. fucking coffee like that. You drink that. it through a straw. Drink it through a straw? Yeah. Drink it through a straw. Get an insulated straw. I mean, it's nah. if you like it piping hot, it's not going to happen. That's, so, that's you like, us. You like it piping. Okay. So if you like it... <laughs> <laughs> so, <Hey. yeah. laughs> so if you like it hot like that then i mean you'll just become a regular customer because you're going to see someone who drinks coffee every day that i can take that staining out you're going to be here once guys a month. and she offers season once pass. a month once a month yeah it's safe that's to fair do. i think that's fair and that's i have very... tons of clients that come yeah. in once a month i think that's fair yeah 60 minutes out of your day once a month to look like you're not drinking coffee or wine or smoking cigarettes or weed or anything like that i take all those stains Wait, out we stains your teeth of course it's stains your teeth. Smoking does. No, smoking does smoke in general, weed. right? Smoking does. I have so many people that ask me that. Weed, like, actually stains your teeth. Yes, How about, how about hookah? Hookah, too. I don't... Damn, don't... Damn, don't damn. No, I'm, I'm sorry, but you know me. I'm, I'm like... You ain't no Effie. Like, like what? Effie, you ain't no... Like, I'm good, Asia, bro. I'm in body's a temple, bro. Jeez. <laughs> Shit, I don't know anything. Yeah, all of that drink. stuff. I mean, you see the smoke that's coming out? That's going to leave a film on of course, your teeth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, everything stains, but you can get it taken care of by coming to see me. Too easy. It's too easy. Yep, Sparkle and Shine Beauty. Check me and out. And guys, we didn't even say we're a terrible host. We are in the studio, if you couldn't tell. Brand new, just moved in. You guys got to come check out the studio. Like I said, for 50% off. He's lying. <laughs> we're having a grand opening. I hope, will this be ready by March 20th? Uh, what's you have to get it ready it's, by March yeah, 20th. Yeah, it definitely will. We'll drop it on March 20th. Yes, March 20th. We're having a I grand see. opening from 12 to 3. I'm going to have a bunch of small vendors here. Because now that I'm part of the small business community, I'm all about giving back. Like My small business people, reach out. I'm down to collab. I'm down to hook you up and come to my salon. I'll shout you out. Like, we can all work. We can all work together. Even girls that do teeth whitening and stuff, I'm not like, let's go. Oh, like, so you're, you're not hating on the community. Hell no. I'm I was going to say this earlier. I see on your IG, you're always plugging that you will train people. Yes. So, um, yeah, so you're you're going to show the love to people you, you Yes, train. I train in body contouring and sculpting. I train in the foot detoxes. I train in the uh, teeth whitening. The teeth whitening course is two hours. And you get certified, you get all the equipment to start working, like everything you need. Two hours long, you get certified, you're trained, and you're ready to stop making money. 
So if you want, if you're looking for a side hustle, if you're looking for a full-time hustle, like come through. We make our own products. Like even our whitening gels, those are made by us. How many hours a week do you say, if you're just getting in, you have a side job, a full-time job, this is your side hustle. How many hours a week do you need to put into this? I mean, right now, you could do like a couple of hours a day or just dedicate one day. Because if you have two chairs going at a time, you can make up to $300 an hour. So think about it. If you just book off a Saturday or a Sunday, you can make $1,000 in one day. If you get two people in a chair at a time and just promote. And I teach all of that. I teach you how to promote. I teach you how to network. I teach you, you know, how to get your products, my vendors list. I give all that up so you can be successful. Where do you, so if you're just starting up, say I'm just starting up and I take this course, where can I do this in my home? Do you rent out space here? Where can I get customers to come in for myself? So I had to learn out the, I had to find out the hard way because people are hating and somebody <laughs> called the department of health and reported that I was running the business out of my house. I actually had insurance and everything. So I thought it was legit. I didn't know that I couldn't. As soon as I got the phone call from the department of health, I got a studio the next day. Actually, it's funny because I had the studio two weeks before getting the call from the department of health. I just hadn't moved yet. Mm -hmm. So I had to find out the hard way. There are thousands of people that do businesses out of their house, but they're just not as known as I am. And it could be a bad thing because you have to put yourself out there to get known. And then you have people who want to hate on you because they are successful or just hate on you because they look at the old Tony and Lonnie and think that, oh, shit, they're still together and they're happy. So let me try to blow their life up in some other way. That's just how it is. Wait, I mean, so It sounds like you know this hater. I know a lot of haters. No, it sounds like you know the specific hater. I don't. The, uh, the one who called, it could be anybody, but you know me. what? I believe in karma. Yeah, it was you. You know I'll kick your ass. <laughs> but I believe in karma, and I believe that there's no need for me that to be that old person and want to you know, investigate and try to find out. It'll come bite you in the ass in some way or not. Oh, another. absolutely. Because, I believe in karma, too. Yeah, yeah for I'm sure. a good person. You're a good person. I'm an asshole. Don't get me wrong. If you're mean to me, you're going to get that same energy reciprocated. But I'm a good person. If I'm just meeting you, I have no reason to not like you. Like mm -hmm. I'm going to be open-minded. And if you shit on me, then good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Fuck, that's just it. Fuck the haters. Just mad. They're not going after their own dreams. Yeah, and that's it. Like, I can help you. Like, look at me as a success story. Like, from where I've come from to where I'm at, I, I mean, I, we just opened a, a salon in, uh, we haven't officially opened it, but we're in the process of getting our salon in Tampa open. So we're going to have oh, two nice. salons. Sheesh. And that's within a year. Wait, a hair salon or? No, the same thing. Sparkle and Shine oh, Beauty nice. is going to be in Tampa. We'll be opening, I want to say, because we just opened this one officially today, I'm going to say... We're Grand opening in March 29th. March 20th, yes. 20th. March 20th, and we're flying yeah, we out. We have to come through. Yeah, I mean, definitely no come through. I'm going to be offering deals. My um, whitening is usually $99. If you book the day of my grand opening, it's $75. So come through, you get a deal. Uh, the new spot in Tampa should be open. I want to say it should be open by the summer. And then hopefully by the, the uh, fall, we'll have a spot in Miami. We're just oh, going. Like, we're not stopping. Yeah, don't stop. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Stop. Like Keep everybody's trying to, you know, there. There's great people that I've mm -hmm. met, and then there's negative negative people that I've met, but they're all hiding. So with your chest. Yeah, fuck them. One time. But um, going back to what you're saying, so the health department found out the hard way. So that you can't have it in your home. Yeah. Many people do. I'm not going to advise you to do it because you know it can happen. Where someone will call the Department of Health. Trust no one. 
And, um, you know, you're really not supposed to. I, right at this moment, don't have a spot to rent. I actually am renting to one person. Um, The goal is I'm in this lease for a year. After this year, we're going to buy a storefront. And I'm going to buy a commercial building. And I'm just going to rent out, you know, to other beauty industry people. And let's get it. Like, let's go. Absolutely, yeah. Like I said, I'm I'm a little bit older. Sky's the limit. Yeah. Like I said, guys, most relentless... Fearless entrepreneur, I know. Lonnie. Yep. Sparkle and shine. TW on Instagram. Yes. Follow. Yes. And come in and consultations. I know a lot of people have questions about it. Come in. We'll talk about it. I can I can pretty much fix anything. If you're looking to lose weight, I do slimming treatments. I do sauna blanket treatments. So it's not all about just coming in and getting your body snatched. There's all other things. I make my own detox drinks. I make, um, we call it the gut buster. If you're looking for a nice cleanse, believe me, this will clean you right out. So, you know, those will be here on the 20th uh, for people to just, you know, cash and carry. There'll be a lot of cash and carry items. Um, so you're, it's only cash or can they pay by card? Oh, no. you. I accept everything. I don't know, fool. <laughs> oh, oh. A lot of people don't carry cash yeah. these days. So yeah. cash app, Venmo, Zelle, PayPal. She got it all, baby. Yep, Come anything. Through. I accept anything. But, you know, like I said, for one thing that I want to tell everybody is don't give up. Like, if somebody, your your past doesn't define you, like, you know, I had said briefly, like, a lot of people said, oh, yeah, she's, you know, she's a foster kid. This is going to be her future. This is how it's going to be. No, no, it's not going to be. And even though a lot of girls that I grew up with did go that way, it wasn't happening to me. And I, you know, I was determined, but I feel like if it wasn't for Tony... Mm-mm. He saved me. Tony, big dog. He saved me. I owe everything to him. And, you know, that support from him and that drive to be like, okay, I've been in nursing for 25 years. I want to open a teeth whitening business. People must have thought I was crazy. Anyone would have thought I was crazy. Not my man. My man was like, okay, what are we going to do? Like, let's go. What are we going to do? So we started it in our living room. It was Pete COVID. That's where, that's where I was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pete COVID. We went, Brandon was in the living room. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I was downstairs. So downstairs. we did, um, we were waiting for our furniture because during COVID, nothing could get over here. So I had an empty living room. We started in the living room. Then we saw how successful it became. He built me a whole beautiful studio in our basement. Oh, like, he, was, he was just hammering down here. He, we started well, the, the yeah. record. Literally two minutes before. Yeah. He doesn't question anything. He's like, what can I do for you, babe? Like, what? And... I don't want to get emotional, but you don't get think no, you don't think that something like that is gonna happen to you when you've had so such negative stuff in your life. Mm-hmm. You never think that something like that would happen to you, and I'm just I'm blessed. Not I'm definitely, blessed. you're blessed. But if we can get big tone on the mic, I'm curious, like someone in your position, how do you like? You must be nervous to like. You don't feel no type of way, like damn, I'm like, I'm putting myself on the line. And, like, say someone, I've been in those scenarios before where, like, damn, I'm nervous. Like, should I, like, should I go all in? You know, someone with that type of background. And what aspect? You can feel, like, well, someone with that type of background, like, obviously, like, no offense, like, is what I'm giving going to be taken the right way? You were never nervous, like, you were going to, like, put yourself out there and not get it, like, reciprocated it back to you? Nah, she was always had a great heart. She always had a great heart, and that's what I loved about her, that she had such a great heart, and she just had bad things happening to her as, as a kid and I just wanted to give her support to do what she wanted in life and she did look at her she's done everything she wanted to do you know that's so definitely. and we're not done yet but we're still doing not done yet absolutely yeah, no we're not that's awesome I think I think it's like a, like a common like um like not theme but like it's a common thing that 
men just know when women want to be loved and how they want to be loved. Do you know what I'm saying? And like an actual man knows knows that, right? So I feel like Tony saw Lonnie. He knew exactly what she needed and provided that. Lonnie could have been like, all right, I need this or I don't. And she actually needed it and she ran with it. And I think that that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know, it's good because it's not just him, you know, realizing that this is what you need. It's you like, this is exactly what I need. So it's just like like a beautiful like marriage and love, you know. So I, I know you were young, but you felt you felt that different type of love, right when you met Lonnie. Like that was it's love at first sight, or like you just like it grew into it, or what? No, it, it took a while, but like I said, it's just her herself, the way she was with people, the way her heart, the way she cared with my mother. It was just she just needed to be loved, and and just that's what happened. I gave her love, and she flourished. You know, yeah, not for and sure. She, like, she gave me love, you know. I wouldn't be. I haven't felt love like that. I don't know. And the other thing, we've been together so long, you know, it's like, I don't know what it is not to be loved. I feel bad for people that don't have that in their lives, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, you guys are definitely, uh... We're goals. Yeah, goals, goals, Absolutely, for sure. absolutely, like, I'm you know, jealous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, for as, long as, for as long as I've known you guys, I feel like every time I've seen you, you guys always just had that connection. It's like, damn, they're having a good time, Tony's always, he's always a good-ass time, we're playing basketball together, football, we're always hanging out, talking about random shit. Lonnie's always making me laugh over here. We're going to club, get drunk. <laughs> Lonnie's yeah. never complaining, never, never complain. like, go yeah, watch the kids, no, none of that shit. I did shit. my first ice luge with him. <laughs> yeah. I was like, how did you do this? It was with Jay, right? It was yeah. with Jay. Hey, Jay, shit, that <laughs> Jay shout out. you out, Jay. Yeah, the Jay shout out. But yeah, it was at his graduation party, and he was like, try this. And I'm like, okay. Next thing you know, I'm told, he's like, what the fuck? Is like, th- that being said, like a lot of other people, like even like that, like Tony, that situation, other guys would be like, yo, what the fuck is he doing? Like, what, what is she doing? And that's where that difference is. Like, like I said, you guys always had those, like, those vibes, like the goals. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's just, it's beautiful for sure. It is. It is. You should come to this side at some point, Effie. Mm. He's a thought. He's a hey, thought. I'm not a thought. It's just. You're not ready. I'm not ready. Like and I, I can respect that because, yeah. like I said, if you're not ready, have your fun. Like, yeah, well, don't lie ev- to every, no, yeah, but every, why, why aren't you ready, Effie? Like, what's going on, dude? Like. Bro, we talked about it before, but yeah, I mean, like every girl I've met, it's like, it's like no, it's not, it's not gonna work out. Like we're not, we're on the same views. Like I'm trying to do like my business stuff, and and you know, like I'm definitely like family oriented, and like I see like like how you guys are with your family, like, how I am, like my siblings and stuff like that. Like I'm just always trying. To, I, I'm always on a hundred. I'm always like going like I got so many things going through my head, and like it's tough for me to like so people understand like what I'm doing. Like I'm not trying to blow nobody off. Like, even when you hit me up, you never take offense to it, though. Like, you'll hit me up. I'll call your mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't answer me. I'm like, where's Effie? And she's like, oh, he's here or there. He'll get back to you when he gets back. So I'm like, okay. As long as he's all right, yeah, I mean. But that even makes sense. Like, you can, like, you know, sometimes I go, like, a couple of days without responding. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to be, like, an asshole. Yeah. But, like, see, if I'm talking to a girl, I'm like, hey, hold on, respond right away. Or if I'm doing different type of shit, like, I don't mean nothing to buy it. But like, yeah, but I'm trying to do shit like myself, and no, I feel you. I feel you. like you could, yeah, you could do that. But like, then that means that you're in no position to be in like a relationship. No, that's why I'm not doing it. Not yeah. yet. Yeah. So like, I don't like. Yeah, but you don't lie not. to them. You don't lead them on and be like, tell them you want to be with them like that. No. Like, no. So you're not okay. looking for love right now. You're not looking for like a good woman. I'm not against it, but like, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna like bend my like yo. If I'm, I'm trying to do different. Like I said, like a million different things at one time. Mm-hmm. So like. I'm not going to just bend and like... So you hear that, ladies? No chance. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. You have like, to be very patient. There is a chance, but you have to be patient and understand his lifestyle. That's it. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to travel, see the world and trying to do stuff like you know, my brother, my sister, family. But you ain't trying dad. to see the world with somebody? Yeah, it would be nice, but like... 
Yeah, I would. <laughs> to answer that question, yeah, I would. But I'm always on the go. So, like, if I'm going to go somewhere, I didn't get mad that I'm going somewhere. Are they That's a little mad? girl. Yeah, I'll, yeah, you yeah. need a yeah, you That's need a little girl, woman bro. that will understand it. Yeah, so I mean, imagine someone holding you back from a trip. That's like, wait, what? Like, nah. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I've been in scenarios before. Like, oh, what are you doing? Like, what you're going there? It's like, yeah, I am. Like, I'm not gonna not go. So, yeah. like, if we're not talking, like, if you're not with it, then fuck it. Yeah. And you know, I'm not gonna just uh, not do things I want to do. Like you said, like like Tony had her back. Like, oh, do what you're gonna do. Like. I got your back. I want someone like that. Like, if they're going to do something, I can't make it. Fuck it. Go do it. Hey, Tony's taking her, right? Hey, not after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's off the market for me. <laughs> I, I, yeah. No, but I, I, I respect that. Like, if you're, you know, you're looking for a certain person, and if they can't keep up with you, then, yeah, I respect it. You know, for sure. But I love what you do. Like, you're, you're traveling. Like, those are things that... I want my kids to do, like, I want you to see the world. I want yeah. you to experience things. And sometimes a relationship can hold you back from that. You know, for sure. Yeah. Like, people like always set me up. Like, oh, how are you doing that? What are you doing this? It's like, I'm just doing it. Like mm. you said, like, you guys, you're just, you're just doing it. You're opening Tampa up. You're opening Miami up. And what's holding you back? Your own fears. Your own fears. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm scared. I, I'm scared all the time. But I'm not going to let that stop stop me from moving forward like yeah. i've always i've always had fears like you know but i just have to keep going and i'm doing it for my family i want to leave you know a foundation for them even though i know my daughter's probably going to support all of us but <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's brilliant but i just want to make sure like i want to just put it out there that i love my kids boyfriend and girlfriend i love them it's nothing against them it's just that i wanted my kids to experience something different but they yeah. chose different but i love my daughter's boyfriend my daughter's boyfriend it, he loves her i don't think anyone could ever love my daughter like he loves her he loves her and jocelyn well kiana was Jalissa's boyfriend and jocelyn is Jaden's girlfriend and jocelyn is amazing she's the sweetest like mm-hmm. i have to just shout them out because i don't want them to think it's anything against it's not anything against them jocelyn is amazing and she's going to be my daughter-in-law someday and kiana's going to be my son-in-law that's just the way it is yeah, but no, that's, that's 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 awesome. Like, yeah, you said that's that's great for them. That's good as a parent. That's good to know that like somebody has your your kids back. You know. Yeah, of course. And that's you know, big. I I just want my kids to be happy, and if that's what makes them happy, because I'm I'm I I don't want to say I'm a helicopter mom, maybe kind of, but no, we all are. I just don't we all ever. Are. <laughs> I don't ever want to lose my bond with my kids. Yeah. Because that's so important to both of us, to Tony and I. Yeah. You know, our kids are everything to us, even though they're grown ass adults. We still still everything. They're still our kids. So so let me ask you this, right? So so I don't want to say I'm a helicopter parent, right? So I'm raising I'm raising a girl, a five year old, and I don't want to say like I'm a helicopter parent, right? But you know, I'm I'm like conscious of like everything she's doing. Sometimes I give her space, sometimes I don't. But like, what advice would you give me? So I have a lot of people who actually, not envy, but they they love the relationship I have with my daughter. We're besties. We're, we're like the best of friends. And we've always, I've always talked to her about everything. Like everything. I've never hid anything from her. If she wants to know something, I'm going to tell her. And um, make sure that she understands. And, you know, just be very supportive. Just, you know, there's going to be a time when, you know, she's five right now. But as far as like parenting, you parent. I, like if she, there's like, a fine line. If she's doing something wrong, you're like, hey. She knows. Like if she's slacking, like, hey, 
You're slightly. Of course, you can't be their friend. Mm-hmm. You have to be their, their parent, parent first. first, and then their friend. You have to be their parent right. first. I think. I think to me, right? So, so there's this these certain insecurities, right, from being like like single father and like dealing with like that type of situation where like, you know, I'm over here like you know dealing with my daughter and just like I want to like just you know shower her with love, shower her with love to kind of like validate that I'm there for her and stuff like that. But then it gets to a point where like you know. I know she loves me. My insecurities go away because, like, I know she loves me because she spends time with me and she tells me she loves me now without me actually telling her I love her first. Right. Because at first it was just like, oh, you know, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't want to be here. And now it's just like, oh, no, let's, let's, you know, I like to be it, like, with daddy and stuff like that. So, so it's that insecurity that kind of like, you know, when you put in that work, because I had to put in that work, I had to put in like that overtime work, you know what yeah. I mean? A lot, it was a lot of work for me. And, and, you know, I was gonna do it. it doesn't matter, you know, because yeah, she's the love of my life, whatever. So yeah, that that insecurity, like now, it's starting to go away and stuff like that. And like, I want to be with her and stuff like that. But now it's just like, all right, we're over that. Now I have the parent. Right. I don't want that to like flip on me and be like, all right, I want to get the fuck out of here. I don't want to be here anymore. I want to go with mom. Yeah, I mean, I understand. Like, you know, being a single parent, I've never. You know, I've never done that. So kudos to you because I'm sure it's hard. But, you know, trying to give that validation and, you know, it's almost like you're spoiling her while she's with you because you want her to to love you and want to be, you know, I get it. But you have to be a parent and you can't just give, give, give because that's what she's going to expect. Exactly. So you have to parent. There is a fine line. Like you don't have to be like crazy about it. You know, just talk. Like, just talk, like, yeah. you know, like, you know, when you're here, just calmly talk yeah. to her. It doesn't have to be like spazzing out and having like that tone, especially mm-hmm. as a man, having that tone with her to make her afraid. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, th- I think she knows. And I and I think like, like we're past that. Like, all right, like now I think it was my insecurities. Like, just all right. Now I know right. she loves me now. Right. I like she, and she knows she loves me, too. Yeah. Because, you know, like I had to work for it. And now it's just like, all right, got to turn it off. Let's turn this girl into like, you know. Yeah. Well, you don't have to turn it off. You can still, you know, love and all that affection. And even though, you know, you, you still do that, mm-hmm. but you still have to be a parent. Because if you can't, if you can't control your child, society can't control your child. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? So there's a, there's a fine line. You know, be like, just have a conversation. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. like anything bad. Be, Baby, you know I love you. But, you know, there's certain things that, you know, when you're at Poppy's house, that, you know, just have that fine line. And that's how it was with my kids. Like, you know, I, they'd be, I'd want to love them and I hate to discipline them sometimes because it's like, I feel so bad. Exactly. Yeah. But if you can't control your kids, who's going to be able to control them? So they have to have that discipline, but it doesn't have to be a bad thing. For sure. Yeah. yeah 100%. How, about, how about your side of it, Big Tone? Any advice for a father to a daughter? <clears throat> Let them know everything. Don't have to hold nothing back. Let them know what boys I gotta want when they get older. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to be your friend half the time. She found out the hard way. <laughs> yeah. You know, kids know everything. We know nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But when they're young, just have fun. It just it ain't about buying them stuff all the time. Right. It's about spending time with them, and talking mm-hmm. to them. They don't know how their day was. They love to talk, especially little girls. Yeah. And you that's know? a big thing with us too, because we did both. Like these kids went for they went without. They had everything. Like, they had everything. Because Tony and I, when we had the kids, we I was already doing the nursing thing, and Tony had a really good job. So the kids had everything. But most of all, they had love and affection. 
That was the most important thing. And if we think back, like even when we talk to the kids, like, oh, do you remember this? Do you remember that? They don't remember the material things. They remember the bonds that they have with their parents. Mm -hmm. Like my daughter will call me 20 times a day and be like, hey, it's me again. I just bought this or I just went to the store. Like she calls me for everything. Like, and, oh, I fuck. and I love it. But you love it. I yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah, Sometimes yeah, I'm like, yeah. what the fuck, Jalissa? What do you want? <laughs> but it's, it's, she's like, yeah, ha, 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 it's me. Like, you know, she knows she's being I'm annoying. I'm someone's feet right now. Leave me the fuck yeah, alone. Yeah, it's like, baby, I'm working. And sometimes she'll be like, oh, mom, the fact that you opened this business is driving me crazy. I never see you anymore. And it's like, I dedicated my whole life to my children. Now they're adults. I will be. I will drop everything for them if yeah. they need me seriously. Right, they yeah. don't really need me seriously right now. No. But I was always. We were always hands-on parents. Always there. Then once they hit the age where they didn't really want to be with us too much, that's when I was just like, okay, I started working overtime, and then I started doing this. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But um, but yeah, I mean, there's a fine line, but you definitely have to put the discipline in there with them, a hundred percent. No, that's awesome. I mean, um, do you think that? Do you think you were able to do this if, like, back then, like when they were younger? No, I would never have done this back then, never, because my focus was my kids. So I didn't even work. Like, I, I think I worked forty hours, but I tried not to. And Tony and I always had a handoff relationship because we never wanted anyone taking care of our kids because of my upbringing. I was very crazy about anyone being with my kids. So. I would go to work on a second shift. He would work days. So he would work days. He'd come home at 2.30. Love you, love you. Boom, I'm going to work for three. So we never, you know, it was always like that. It's crazy. So things happen for a reason. So like you just, you were able to take care of them when they were growing up. COVID kind of struck. And COVID is actually kind of like a blessing in disguise for you. Mm, I think you a think, lot you think about it, like one door closes, another one opens. And would you say you're a better off position now? You feel more happier in this state of your life compared oh. to where you were two, three years ago or 100%. past 10 years. You said you were there for 20 years. So listen, I am in the best place of my life right now. I really am. I'm happy with what I do. And I'm still getting that fulfillment. Like as a nurse, you just want to take care of people and you want them to be happy and healthy. I'm still getting that here. Like I still make them happy. They're getting healthy with the detoxes. They're, you know, getting healthy with the slimming treatments and the body contouring. So I'm still putting that into what I do, which makes me happy. No, that's great. That's perfect. Um, yeah, you know, like it's tough, like you said, and like taking that jump. But since you did, I think that should inspire a whole bunch of other people, and like your position back then. And uh, hopefully, you know, you keep inspiring people to make that jump and. You can help people out, get into the business. And um, like you said, you can follow her on Facebook, Instagram, give that the also the website, sparkle and shine tw.com. And um Oh, that one's no longer existing. I have somebody building a website. Oh. To come. Take that back. Coming then. soon. <laughs> get our Instagram and our Facebook then. So so Lonnie, what, what do you got? We want some final points. What what advice? What what do you want a, a closing statement? What do you want to say? Uh so I pretty much touch on what Effie said, like, you know. Don't ever give up on a dream. Even if it's something that you think is out of reach, don't give up. Like, just go for it. Don't let anyone tell you you can't be something, you can't do something. Do it. Even if it's something, you know, that starts off slow, it's okay. There's, there's growth. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, I mean, check out my services 100%. Come to the grand opening on March 20th. Of course, my kids, I want to thank them and, and Tony. Like, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> 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 Not for sure. That is great. Um, check out the opening March 20th. Check her out on Instagram, Sparkle and Shine, TW. 
Facebook, Shark, Sparkle and Shine, Teeth Whitening. Give her a call, 401-451-6100. Get those teeth nice, white, and clean. Yes, you want to get them. Get right for the summertime. I'll check you out, Patties, when you come through. And glad to have uh, Lonnie here. Thank you. And come check out our services. We'll be here March 20th, baby.